This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Welcome to the G Podcast, episode 86, a very special Juneteenth Father's Day weekend episode. Each week we do news, politics, pop culture, that piping hot tea from Tanya B and a whole lot more. Coming up, Tanya B, T, we've got news from Syracuse Mike. Of course, the country commentator, Vi, with the inspiration. Shout out to YL and also happy Father's Day to K-Dub and happy Father's Day to Vi. You too, man, you too. And I'm actually on location today at 44th and 3rd Booksellers, Black-owned bookseller in the, how do you say this? Is it Entra or Intra West? I'm going to have to ask the owner. I'll get around. He's coming up in a few minutes. But it is a Black-owned bookseller uh, in the West End development. And they have moved to Atlanta's historic West End next to the Morehouse School of Medicine. And it's a beautiful building, 451 Lee Street Southwest. As y'all can hear, the jazz is in the background. And my good friend, my buddy, can I call you my buddy? <laughs> you know, I got to respect my elders still. Though. Okay, so Harold Michael Harvey is here with his, uh, he's got a special book signing today, and, and his lovely wife is here as well. Thank you for coming out. Thank you both for coming out. And uh, they're about to kick off the book signing, and I'm here. Let me pull my mask up, y'all, because this thing, I, uh, okay, I, I'm still getting used to it. I can cut grass in it, but I can't talk in it. I'll just tell you like that. Okay, but this is, uh, first of all, happy Father's Day to you um and happy juneteenth to both of you and and i will say y'all must have wished all the rain away because as we take the podcast it's been a miserable weekend but all of a sudden as we do this thing the sun is up the heat's coming out it and and as we, we we're pushing back out of this pandemic more people are coming out it's like juneteenth weekend is kind of like the way for people to come out again tell us about today's book signing what are you what are you going to do today today we will be presenting uh at least a talk on uh, two of my books the duke of 18th and vine bob kendrick pitches negro league baseball and also um my ct vivian story a powerful flame that burned brightly and your wife is here again your lovely wife and 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 i'm, I'm gonna ask her the question How how is it like living with a writer? Just probably what you would imagine. <laughs> there are days when it's really nice and I, and then there are days where, don't bother me, I'm working. <laughs> yeah, so so, so I, I know, and he, he definitely stays busy. And, and Harold, um, you know, I'm going to let you get to your book signing. Uh, but, you know, not only do you continue to sell books, and I know you're going to be doing more on site. But how can people connect with you online as well? Online, they can connect with me at HaroldMichaelHarvey.com. And you can read anything that I write at HaroldMichaelHarvey.com. And you can also pick up copies of my book at books at HaroldMichaelHarvey.com. And again, uh, you know, this lovely bookstore, uh, 44th and 3rd Booksellers, Black-owned bookseller here in the West End Development. Hey, good to see you guys out. Enjoy the signing today. Uh, and I'm going to buy my book. I promise I'm going to buy my book before I leave today, okay? Okay, let's go to news with Syracuse Mike, and we'll be right back. News team, assemble! It's time for the Week in News with Syracuse Mike. President Biden in Brussels Monday, speaking about attacks from Russia and China following a number of meetings with other world leaders. Russia and China are both seeking to drive a wedge in our transatlantic solidarity. We're seeing an increase in malicious cyber activity, but our alliance is a strong foundation on which we can, our collective security and our shared prosperity can continue to be built. 
Eight states in the U.S. are seeing an uptick in positive COVID cases. Those states, Alabama, Arkansas, Hawaii, Missouri, Nevada, Texas, Utah, and Wyoming. Seven of those states have lower than average vaccination rates, as their seven-day rolling averages for infection are up from two weeks earlier. That news from John Hopkins University, which also points out that 43% of the U.S. population are now fully vaccinated. A new CBS poll shows 29% of Republicans say they do not have plans to get vaccinated. The number for independents is just over 20%. Only 5% of Democrats say they have no plans to get vaccinated. In California, Governor Gavin Newsom announced a new incentive to persuade those still unvaccinated to get the shot. Anybody that gets vaccinated will get a $50 gift card, not in the mail, but on your email or on a text message. And we want to encourage folks to at least take advantage of that. That's dollars in your pocket. California lifting nearly all COVID restrictions. More deadly shootings. In Alabama, two people were killed and two others were injured during a shooting at a plant Tuesday morning. The four victims were found inside the Mueller Company plant, a fire hydrant manufacturer in Albertville, about 50 miles from Huntsville. Albertville Police Chief Jamie Smith. The shooter, Andreas Dion Horton, who is also an employee of the Mueller Company, presented a handgun and began to fire an unknown amount of rounds at fellow employees. The gunman took his own life. Also in Chicago, another mass shooting. Four people were killed and four injured during an argument at a house. President Biden and Russian President Putin both described their highly anticipated summit meeting Wednesday as constructive, but both made it clear there was little trust between the two countries. There were disagreements that Mr. Biden said were discussed, frankly. The bottom line is, I told President Putin that we need to have some basic rules of the road that we can all abide by. Mr. Biden says they talked about detained Americans, Ukraine, and especially cyber attacks. I pointed out to him we have significant cyber capability. And he knows. President Biden signed into law a new federal holiday. It's Juneteenth, which marks the day that the last slaves learned they were free following the Civil War. They got the news more than two years after President Abraham Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation. We consecrate Juneteenth uh, for what it ought to be, what it must be, a national holiday. Vice President Kamala Harris said it's more than just a day to celebrate. We must learn from our history. And we must teach our children our history. Following yet a third high court challenge to Obamacare, the U.S. Supreme Court dismissed a Republican-led challenge to the health reform law. The justices' 7-2 decision said the challengers of the law did not have the legal right to bring the case. The Affordable Care Act, as it is officially known, allows parents to keep their children on their health insurance plans until age 26 and protects those with pre-existing conditions. Enrollment in both the Affordable Care Act exchanges and Medicaid has actually gone up since the pandemic. Okay, thanks, Mike. And and let's talk to Warren Lee Esquire. He is the owner of 44th and 3rd. And in 2017, husband and wife Cheryl and Warren Lee created 44th and 3rd in Little Five Points. Am I correct? You guys were? And later joined by their daughter. And what your daughter is, is it Alice, Elise? Elise. Elise. And, and they are on a mission to source the community uh, with books that depict the rich culture and worldwide black community. Now, you're in the beautiful retail space next to Morehouse School of Medicine. Mr. Lee, tell us about the journey of 44th and 3rd to get to this point, especially the significance of the name. Thank you for inviting me to this interview. Uh, The journey was long. Uh, My wife did a master's thesis on 
independent bookstores when she was a student at Morehouse, I'm sorry, at uh, Mercer University. And this was 20 plus years ago. So upon her uh, doing that thesis, we developed an interest in opening a bookstore. And at that time, uh, we started looking around. Uh, 1996 Olympics came. We tried to find a location and didn't, but we continued to look. We joined the American Booksellers Association, made some professional uh, connections in that regard. And back in, I'd say, 2016, I reached out to a uh, record store owner and asked if he was interested in um, allowing us to sell books in his store or partnering with him to do books in the store. That was in 2016. In September 2017, I got a call from that person who invited us to uh, join his store that was at, at the time expanding from one storefront to three. So we opened our first store in that uh, one of those three storefronts at 1131 Euclid Avenue. Uh, the store went really well, but it wasn't our store. We were a store within a store. Uh, we uh, were able to learn from that experience. We reinforced our relationships with the publishers and our distributor and our POS system. So it was great building our relationship with the community. And then COVID came in April of 2020. When that happened, we had a three-year contract with Euclid location. So we discontinued that in April, uh, started doing online sales in May of 2020. And about that time, we saw a listing for 2,500 square feet of retail space here at Entre West End. And we could not have imagined a more perfect location for the store. So we hurried to uh, be in contact with the leasing agent, a woman named uh, Kelly King. Uh, she was very accommodating. She came over to our store in Little Five Points, saw what we were doing, was impressed and carved out a space for us within this 2,500 square feet to allow us to open the bookstore. So we, we entered into our agreement, the lease agreement, in uh, May of 2020, hired an architect. That took a couple of months to come up with a design. Then we contracted with a construction company, sovereign construction company. That took some time because of COVID and the shortage of both subcontractors and materials like wood. But over time, things happened. We had our certificate of occupancy back in May, on May 4th of 2021, and then opened our, for regular business on June 1st of 2021. You are well documented. <laughs> Good stuff. Excellent. Excellent. And congratulations, by the way. Uh, what does, you know, I, I see the words life, literature, and legacy. What are some of the samplings of books you guys have on at this location? So we have... Um, you had mentioned what does 44th and 3rd mean in life, yes. uh, literature, and legacy. So 44th is the 44th president of the United States. When we selected 44th because we felt like over time there would be less credit and importance by the mass uh, bookselling community to President Obama, his administration, his accomplishments, and uh, his extraordinary talents, as well as Michelle Obama. So we wanted to make sure that we would always have a, a strong collection of books by him, about him and Michelle, and some of the books that he recommends each year. He has a reading list that he publishes each year. So we try to add those books to the collection under the 44th section of our bookstore. The third represents, as you mentioned, Life Literature Legacy. Life books are 
children's books and cookbooks and art and entertainment books, international books, self-help books. And so we, those subjects that relate to lifestyles are in our life section. Literature section includes classic books, African-American literature, nonfiction books, fiction books, poetry, women's studies, and the African diaspora. Um, so that's our uh, literature section. And then our legacy section includes uh, history books, biographies, autobiographies, and religion. Excellent. Just good stuff. And, and I am in the bookstore as we speak, and I can tell you it is um, it is is a perfect place. And when you think about the West End and you think about the legacy of the West End, you think about the AU Center, it's just perfect, man. I, I have to tell you, kudos to yourself, to you, your wife, uh, Elise, your daughter. Uh, happy Juneteenth. Thank happy you. Father's Day. Thank you. I'm taking the mask down, y'all, <laughs> for just a moment. And, and much continued success. Continued success to you. Thank okay. You. Thank you so much. And thanks for having us out today. Okay. Uh, thank you for allowing us, uh, again, uh, Warren Lee, his wife Cheryl, daughter Elise, uh, Warren Lee Esquire. And, and we are at the uh, 44th and 3rd Bookstore. Uh, and, and I will tell you guys, I will make sure that the website is on our podcast page. And, and this is our first stop. Actually, we have not been out since the pandemic. So this is actually our first stop since the pandemic. So, okay, y'all know, y'all know what time it is. It's time for Tanya B. So here we go. Now then, children, it's time for tea. It's tea time, y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. Yes, children, it is time for tea. So you know what that means. Tanya B. We're going to sip some right here on the G Podcast. A lot has been going on this week. So let's just get to it. First of all, if you want to see if your poom poom shorts and your booty cutters still fit, I'm here to tell you Freaknik 2021 is coming to Atlanta October 8th through 10th at Morris Brown College. So, you know, right over there, up in the cut on MLK, I think I'll stay away. <laughs> I'm serious. Uh, so far, committed artists for this, whatever it's going to be. Ray J, Lil Scrappy, and the queen of all freak like me, Adina Howard. But here's the thing about it. Why go over in the midst of all of that madness when allegedly you'll be able to stream it in the comfort of your home if you desire? So I think I'll stay. I'll pass on that one. I'm going to lock my doors and stay inside. Speaking of freaks, let's talk about the ultimate super freak, Rick James or not. I hear he was faking the funk when it came to that. There is a documentary. It's called The Sound and Fury of Rick James. It's coming out on Showtime this fall. It's produced by Kerry Gordy, son of Barry Gordy, owner of Motown. And Kerry Gordy was also Rick James' manager. Rick was known for his just crazy behavior, his penchant for orgies. I mean, he was sex, drugs, and rock and roll all up and through. But I'm hearing now, allegedly, that Rick James was a fake freak. Yes, he did participate in orgies, but only as a voyeur. He would sit back and watch. He would not participate. Then I hear, you know, he just got ridiculous where he went allegedly into Barry Gordy's office, threw cocaine on the desk, got up on the desk, took out his Johnson and said, sell my records. And Barry Gordy at that moment said, OK, somebody call Lionel Richie. It's time to launch his solo career. I don't need this drama. And then we know Rick James just slid into the abyss of like crack cocaine and went to jail and the whole nine yards. And ultimately he passed away from a heart attack. So uh, hmm, I'm ready for that one. I really am ready for that one. Oh, uh, let's see. Nick Cannon, Nick Cannon. 
His latest boo, Abby De La Rosa, gave birth to twins. Their names are Zion and Zillion. Now, this makes six babies for Nick Cannon, and I think four baby mamas, and he's got another baby on the way, so he will have, I guess, half of a baker's dozen, but apparently he does not believe in uh, any kind of birth control. Is he a Mormon or maybe he's Catholic? I don't know. But I do hear that his talk show is back on the fall schedule, so we'll see what happens. He may need the money. <laughs> Let's talk about Chrissy Teigen, <laughs> a.k.a. Mrs. John Legend. Well, she got put all the way on Front Street for her mean girl toxic bullying behavior. She's apologized, but people are just not, they're not going up for Chrissy Teigen anymore. So what does she do? She runs to Mama Oprah to sit down for a damage control interview. She feels if Oprah forgives her, then everybody else should. Well, girl, you are so wrong. To that, I just say, girl, bye. She continues to lose TV acting gigs. She's losing endorsements. And word from the curb is she may be losing John Legend. The culture has canceled her, and I hear he might be canceling her, too. But what he is doing is uh, producing, via his production company, uh, a biopic on the late comic Bernie Mac. So I'm all up for that. Now, you have to be a certain age to understand this one. The late groundbreaking country music legend, Charlie Pride. He was one of the only African-Americans in country music for, what, about 40 or more years. Never heard much about him. Never heard any drama until now. Well, Mr. Pride passed away several months ago from complications of COVID. And now there is a Texas cop who identifies as white but is coming forward saying Charlie Pride is my daddy. <laughs> How about that? He claims that his mother was a former flight attendant who had a 10-year affair with Charlie Pride, and he was a result. Now, a DNA test confirmed that Charlie Pride is the daddy. But now that he's passed away, his wife, Rosine, who is no-nonsense, kept everything together. They were married for like 60-something years, had three kids of their own. She is, of course, managing his estate. And now this uh, unnamed Texas cop is like, uh, excuse me, I want in. I'm a child of Charlie Pride. And Rosine was like, uh, I don't think so. You get nothing. Your mom got $94,000 in back child support and then $7,000 a month in child support until you became of age. So uh, Miss Rosine Pride told him, whoever he is, to go and kick rocks. But the big story of this week is Carmelo Anthony. I think he's going to end up being like Nick Cannon. Mm-mm-mm. Now, Lala is done with him. Lala Anthony has filed for divorce. They had separated, got back together, separated, got back together. The first separation allegedly produced an oops baby by some stripper that he was messing with. And now there's a woman in Britain who is going public with all these receipts. And uh, saying that he's a daddy of her premature twins. One of the twins has a brain issue, has already had some type of uh, delicate medical surgery. She's got receipts. She's got uh, DMs. She's got text messages. And Carmelo even called her from the family bedroom when Lala wasn't home. You know he has got to go. Well, he's at the end of his career anyway. She claims that he wanted her to uh, terminate the pregnancy and she didn't. Some law over in London. But uh, now that the babies aren't well, she claims that he's ghosting her and she's keep she's going to keep dropping these receipts. And I guess he's going to have to pay for her, the babies and the medical bills. But I tell you one thing, Lala Anthony does not deserve this humiliation. And this is just a hot mess. And I am not here for it. So dumb donkey of the week, I say, is Carmelo Anthony. 
Um, do you think the story of Marvin Gaye will ever come to the screen? Well, it might. Dr. Dre, the newly single Dr. Dre, is set to produce a biopic on Marvin Gaye. Warner Brothers Studios has put up $80 million for this project. The estate of Marvin Gaye has approved and they're on board so they can use Marvin Gaye's music. And of course, the family will get a check and I'm not mad at that. But here's a question. Who do you think will play Marvin Gaye? Who's going to play Barry Gordy? Who's going to play Diana Ross? Who will play Tammy Terrell and the other Motown stars? So I'm ready for this one. And I think if it's going to be done right, $80 million is a great price tag. One of the studios is involved. Dr. Dre's involved. And I hope they really tell the truth about Marvin Gaye. Like many people, he had his demons, the drugs, the cross-dressing father who killed him, the cheating, Tammy Terrell's death and everything else. And lastly, I'm going to end up with this one. The Hollywood Walk of Fame Class of 2022. I get it. It used to be a very prestigious honor, but now all you need is a petition and a checkbook. Now, there are people who are getting uh, stars next year, and I get it. Regina King, I get it. Uh, Motown legend Martha Reeves of Martha and the Vandellas, I get it. Nipsey Hussle, I get it. I even get Tracy Ellis Ross and Byron Allen, but what I don't get, Ashanti, DJ Khaled, Tessa Thompson, I even get George Clinton, but my goodness, no tea, no shade. There are other people who have been around way longer than Ashanti, DJ Khaled, and Tessa Thompson. Again, no tea, no shade. And these people do not have a star in the Walk of Fame. So you got to have skin in the game to get this, or at least you used to have to. I don't get it anymore. That's all I got. Ain't got no more. Tanya B. here sipping the tea on This Is A G Podcast. And until next week, don't forget the Delta variant is real. Hey, thank you, Tanya B. Here's a special Tommy's Corner. Hey, y'all, this is a special edition of Tommy's Corner, the Father's Day, Juneteenth edition, man. And you know what? There's no better way to celebrate Juneteenth than with Black Texas Cowboys, the real Cowboys Association's rodeo, the baddest, y'all, show on dirt. And I've got Jerry at Lil Penny Edwards, man, the son of the late, great Frank Penny Edwards, the founder who we lost back in uh, April of 2019. You know, Jared, uh, Lil Penny, man, it, it, it's it's Father's Day, uh, Juneteenth weekend. Thank You're you. kicking off your tour in Longview. This is happening, your, your Juneteenth celebration on June 26th, man. W- what's going through your Thank mind, you. man? What's going through your mind? It's, it's Father's Day, and, you know, you're getting ready for this this rodeo that your father created. What's going through your mind? Uh, what's going through my mind is a bunch of work. Uh, looking forward to the people coming out. Looking forward to uh, having a successful event. And, uh, you know, we've been in this pandemic and you know, a lot of people have been able, have not been able to get out and see family members or be amongst friends from all over. And and I could just think of my dad today. Um, you know, I play the drums. We played the drums or the music in church every Sunday together. Wow. wow. So that was kind of rough for me today. So, uh, other than that, just keeping his thoughts and drive into uh, making sure everything goes right, you know. Excellent, excellent, man. And you know, man, a lot of folks don't really understand the whole uh, Cowboys, Black Cowboys lifestyle. You know, they see what they see on television. Just like recently, I don't know if you know about the the Netflix Concrete Cowboys, the tribute to, to the riders in Philly. You know, but but tell us yeah. about, man, Black Cowboys life as you know it, in Longview, Texas in 2021, man. What's it like? Well, a lot of cowboys, they have actual jobs. And being a cowboy, having animals 
that's another job. And we have to take care of our animals like like taking care of a baby or taking care of a loved one or something in that nature. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's from sun up to sun down for some cowboys. Uh, because they go to work first, then they got to tend to the animals. But it's it's a lifestyle that you choose, and it's a lifestyle that you begin that you become to love. Mm. And uh, you know, I was riding horses, me and my father, back in '89, and uh, I think the last year that I rode was '96. Wow. Before I went to college in Granville. And man, you guys kick off the tour, man, um, in Longview. Uh, as as we take the podcast, we're like a week out. Um, what are the other dates? How, how, how's the tour looking right now in terms of other dates? You're going to be in Longview on the 26th. What are the other dates, some of the other dates? Okay, Longview is June 26th. We go to Jackson, Mississippi, July 9th and 10th. Um, this year I'm doing something different and going to my dad's rodeo with having a Southern Soul Live concert that Friday night, just making it a whole weekend shebang. And then we go from Jackson, Mississippi to Biloxi, Mississippi, August the 7th. And uh, there are a lot of families, a lot of cowboys and, and their families come to make it a vacation. Yeah. Um, the Coliseum is right across from the beach. So they got things planned this year. You know, they're going to have crawfish ball on the beach. Uh, they're going to have like a cowboys volleyball tournament. You know, cowboys from Texas, Louisiana, Oklahoma. Uh, Mississippi, and uh, we moved from Biloxi, Mississippi on August the 7th to Gladewater, Texas August the 21st. And it's an it's a outdoor arena. Uh, it's in the country. Uh, everybody comes out and have a good time just gathering under the shade trees, you know, uh, preparing to ride horses, uh, preparing yeah. for a good show. And then November the 20th, is when we go to Shreveport, Louisiana, which is our national rodeo finals. And that's where we have our top contestants um, compete for the number one prize in second and third place, of course. And that's where my dad, you know, he gave away trophies at the end of the year, which were saddles, belt buckles, um, jackets. And that was, uh, a showcase of appreciation to the Cowboys for supporting his association. You know, they travel with us all over the South. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it's just a big deal to me to keep on the legacy that my dad worked so hard for. And uh, I actually was in the background, you know, doing the laboring until I had to kind of step in, you know, when kind of his health kind of affected him. But uh, it, it's it's not new to me, but yeah. it's it's something dear to me. Gotcha, gotcha. Kudos for stepping up, man. And you guys, you mentioned the fact that there's not, you know, you got the traditional rodeo, but you've also got the entertainment in there. I know y'all have Cupid. Uh, you know, they was the the world famous line dancing man Cupid's gonna be in it, but but some of the other artists. Talk about some of the other artists who are gonna be performing as well. Well, this year this year makes twenty eight years wow. uh, that we've actually been doing. Uh, the rodeo in Longview. Uh, we got Judah Jones, uh, which has been a great uh, entertainment for us. Uh, he started out with us his first show in Shreveport a few years ago, and he's just um, went through the roof with his music, with his fans, and we've had a number of artists. You know, we had Juvenile before, wow. we had Miss School. 
Then they had uh, the Temptations, the Barcades. We had Ruben, Ruben Studden wow. when he first came out. Then I had Avant. Uh, we then had um, uh, a lot of people, yeah, you know, yeah. to actually be a part of this, and, and it's a great deal, you know, to me. Excellent. To man. have to to meet those people. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, how how can people learn more about your, your uh, the Real Cowboys Association, man? What's that website? The website is www.therealcowboyassociation. T H E R E A L Cowboy Association. Got it. Got it. Realcowboyassociation.com. Man, Jerry at Lil Penny, man. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Say that one more time so we can make sure. I want to make sure. One more time. Go ahead. The Real Cowboy Association. www.therealcowboyassociation.com. I'll make sure we have that on the website, on our on our podcast page too, man. I just want to say, man, thank you, man, for all you do. Um, you know, your family, to the RCA Rodeo family, man. Uh, of course, to your family. Keep doing what you're doing, man, and keep doing it the big penny way. And uh, and you guys yes. are, you know, much success to you and your fam. Okay? And happy happy yes. Father's Thank Day you, and happy Juneteenth weekend to, to you guys. Take yes, care. Sir. Thank you and thank you. Let's get some inspiration with Vi. No, I didn't come here to preach to you today. Here's your inspirational moment with Vi. We all struggle with living according to our week flesh. But when we make prayer a priority, God strengthen us in the spirit. Allow us to overcome the limitation of the flesh. The flesh is weak, but you don't have to be. Matthew chapter 26, verse 41. Keep watch and pray so that you will not give in to temptation. For the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. What I'm saying is pray, study the word, and keep faith. As long as you do those things, God will be in your life. And if you got God in your life, you will have the strength and the will to resist temptation. Amen. Amen. Hey, I want to thank Vi. Thank you uh, for the inspiration. And let me say thanks to Harold Michael Harvey, uh, Warren Lee, Esquire of 44 and 3rd Booksellers. Lil Penny, thank you so much uh, of the Real Cowboys Association. Happy Father's Day and happy Juneteenth to all. Thanks to all the panel, Tanya B, Vi, Mike, Wild, K-Dub. And with that, episode 86 is in the can. And we are out of here. Peace. You've been listening to the G-Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G-Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.